Hi there, just a quick message before we get started. As we move forward with the podcast, we would like to give you the opportunity to participate in various challenges that are exciting and affordable. This month, we are offering a 21-day meetings challenge that gives you all the key tools that you need to participate at a higher level in your English meetings, such as agreeing, clarifying, disagreeing, making suggestions and interrupting. All the essential stuff. So if you're interested in getting to the next level with your English meetings, click the link in the show notes and sign up free to the waitlist. The link will only be available until the 27th of May. So make sure you don't miss out. Okay, now let's get on with the show. Welcome to episode 17 of the Transforma to Inglés Profesional podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Smith. Today, I will be talking with Alistair, an amazing coach from my team, all about why lend and borrow are tricky, some common mistakes that you should avoid, why the subject of your sentence is key, a story about my Spanish nephew who borrowed my bike, and some interesting listener feedback. This podcast is aimed at helping you push your business English communication skills to the next level so that you can grow professionally and achieve your international career goals. So, without further ado, let's get straight into it. Enjoy! Hi everyone, today we're going to be talking about a very interesting subject which is all to do with the difference between lend and borrow and this can be a very very confusing for Spanish speakers but also for all different types of learners of English because it's just yeah it can cause quite a lot of uncertainty especially because in Spanish of course you have the verb prestar and in English, we have these two alternatives, which are lend and borrow. So as usual, I have Alistair here with me to talk about this issue. Hi, Alistair. Hi, how are you doing? I'm fine. How are you? Yeah, very well, thanks. Great. Yeah, so lend and borrow. And I think what we wanted to start with is kind of giving to give our listeners a kind of idea about how this could be actually used in practice, right? And we want we kind of came up with the idea that you would apply for a loan, right? You, to apply mm. for a loan. And a loan is often connected to something like a, a car or something more slightly more expensive, right? And you would apply for that. Mm-hmm. And and then the, the company that provides these types of services would lend you the money right you would they would lend that money to you and so that's that's one way of using the verb to lend right yeah so lending is giving no so the the entity a bank for example that lends you money is is the entity that gives you the money mm-hmm. so yeah you would ask as you say apply or ask for a loan or prestamo uh, maybe to mm-hmm. buy a new car from a bank or some other entity mm-hmm. financial entity and they lend you the money so they give the money to you to buy your car yes. and that's the same in spanish the concept of prestar no yes but then we have this other concept which is borrow which can cause some confusion so who right. who who borrows well the question is who lends and who borrows 
That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And so th this is exactly where the confusion comes in. And certainly we will talk about differences a little bit later on to kind of make that clear because it does have something that is very connected to the subject of the particular sentence, right? As to which, which one you might use. Because in English, you can almost say the same sentence, but use lend or borrow. Okay. So it's kind of, but then the subject changes, right? So it's, yeah. it's a bit confusing. Yeah, it can be. It can be because in Spanish there's only one verb, prestar. Who who gives the money, for example, and who receives it? You use the same verb, but you have to add another verb. So you'd say, you know, that when the bank lends money to you is el banco te presta dinero. But if you, from your perspective in Spanish, you you have to say, I think they would say pedir prestado, which is to ask the money mm -hmm. from the bank or ask for right. the money from the bank or tomar prestado so you take the the loan no the money from the bank so you have yeah. to add another verb to yeah. prestar no tomar prestado or pedir prestado but they don't exactly. have a specific an alternative verb which which is the to describe the action of receiving the money from the bank and in english we do which is yes. borrow to borrow yeah Exactly, exactly. And there, and we were kind of talking about different contexts. Of course, this can be related to a loan, but it also can be a mortgage, hipoteca, right, from a bank. So you can have the same sort of issues. These type, this type, these two verbs are very much connected to, to these types of situations, right, where you're asking money from a, from a bank, but also, for example, when you go to a library or you might want to borrow a book from a library, right? Yeah. I, I would like to borrow a book from a library. Yeah, example. so the library lends you a book or books. That's right. And you borrow a book from the library. So yes. in English, we have these two verbs for the 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 giver and the receiver. That's right. So exactly. you, you receive the book from the library, so you borrow the book from the library, and the library, which gives, lends you the book. Exactly. Um, yes. Now, here we also have an interesting, what, uh, like a false friend, no? library yes. which sounds like leave but it isn't so the library is in spanish biblioteca and a libreria is how would you say that daniel a bookshop a bookshop okay. very easy tienda de libros no yes very descriptive so yeah so like a common sentence that we might hear from our clients is something like i bought a book from a library okay yeah. and so as soon and as we hear that from libraries <laughs> yeah you cannot you cannot not generally i mean it's not, well, not really possible right sometimes. it's not really possible they may sometimes. sell some of the old books that they don't that's want right anymore. exactly exactly but usually you so, borrow books from a library you don't buy them that's right exactly yeah. so you might you might buy a book from a bookshop yes mm -hmm. and most of the time you would borrow a book from a library Okay. Exactly. exactly. So yeah, there's kind of a important distinction there. It's kind of a false friend, and it's kind of really important to to know that because you know otherwise it can get a little bit confusing, and those types of sentences can suddenly come up. Right? I bought a book from a library. Well, it kind of like uh, suddenly a native speaker would be like very confused by that sentence. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. To go back to the word mortgage is quite a strange word. The, mm -hmm. the spelling, I mean, the way you pronounce it and the way it's spelled, well, which often happens in English, is so different. So clients or students have a lot of problem. So it's M-O-R-T-G-A-G-E. It's got, got yes. mortgage, if you want to, yes. <laughs> phonetically. Yes. That's but, right. But, but it's pronounced mortgage, which doesn't yes. bear any resemblance really to, 
to the word you see written. So just to get sometimes a difficult pronunciation problem to say mortgage, mortgage. Yes. But that's an interesting one and i don't we haven't actually discussed this before but i'll just, just occurred to now. me now <laughs> yeah no but it's, it's, a, it's a good one and there is actually a little story related to that because m-o-r-t is more which is in french is death so actually it's, it's a loan until the death you see oh that's where it comes from yeah in madrid for example is almost literally true <laughs> aim yes. for it the rest of your life yeah so that might be a way to remember how to spell it because it actually comes oh, from yes, the French. I, I do know well you lived in belgium there's a very yes. famous bar in brussels that sells a beer well the name of the bar and the name of the the beer brewed by that bar mort subit yes um which is sudden place. death sudden death so That's you drink right. sudden death in the sudden death bar right. so i know mort it means death from just from the name of that beer Yes, absolutely. There you go. So there you go. So, mortgage, so, uh, I don't know what the gedge bit, the G-A-G-E no, part no. is. Yes. yes but yeah, it's yes. one way to remember it. You know, it's a, a yes. loan for life to buy your house, which is it's usually 25, 30 years, a typical mortgage, then it's you know, almost true. That's right. Absolutely. So yeah, I mean, that's a really good example of just how difficult English spelling is. I mean, it's, that, it is quite re- very, very we difficult. Have, I mean, native speakers, even university educated English teachers can also have problems with spelling. Absolutely. Because it just absolutely. makes no sense. So really, you yes. just you have to memorize. So you know, mortgage, you just have to know how it's written, because the, the pronunciation doesn't help you at all. Yeah, to know how to yeah. write it. And that happens so often in English. Yeah, and that's why for for me in particular, I don't know whether this was the case for you as well, but when I kind of started learning Spanish, it was kind of quite refreshing to be able to kind of know a word or listen to a word and be almost be able to write it almost immediately. There are some exceptions, but yes, of course. Yeah, Yeah, well, the first thing I did when I learned Spanish from this book was it just said, learn the alphabet, learn how to pronounce each letter of the alphabet. That's your beginning point. So A, B, C, D. And it's fantastic. Then when you read a word, you know how to say it. Because all you know, right. you know how to pronounce each letter. <laughs> yeah, and all the right. letters except H, H, at the beginning are pronounced. So it's, it's yeah. after English, it's so refreshing. You say, oh, wow, what a great language. Somebody <laughs> yeah. tells me a word and from the sound I can usually, not always, um, for example, it might have H or not, or B, U, B, no, B and V can be confused. Because yeah, in Spanish, course. they pronounce them the same, B, B. Yeah. Yeah. But apart from four or five possible mistakes, you can somebody says a word, you can write it. And more importantly, when you see a word written you don't know, you know exactly how to pronounce it. Yeah. And English exactly. is completely the opposite. It is. You have it no is. idea. Yeah. So so for our listeners, if you get frustrated with with the spelling, don't don't get too frustrated because it is also something that is very difficult for native speakers. Obviously, these days with the word processing and yeah, everything going on. The, yeah. For the auto, whatever it's called, auto correction yes. and the spell checker. Yeah. Spell checker. Yeah, yeah because be, you know, uh, English native speakers often have terrible spelling. That's right. Or you just have That's a right. mental block on certain words as it's a case of memory. Uh, you just have, there's always a word or some words that for some reason you just never remember how to spell. Yeah. Especially yeah. we have lots of double letters, no? That's sort of necessary. You're like, is it two C's, two S's, one C, two S's, two <laughs> S's, one C. And then you look at it in the dictionary and you go, oh, of course. And then five minutes later, so how do you spell necessary? And you're like, oh, what was it? Is it two C? And you just, <laughs> just, you have the whole of your life. You can never remember that word. Absolutely. Um, yeah. 
So I think yeah. everyone, however good they are at spelling, will have at least one or two words they have a problem with. Yeah. So that's, yeah, there you go. A little story about mortgage and English spelling. But if we get back to sort of lend and borrow, yes, we we kind of came up with a sentence that kind of might uh, maybe will explain the situation a little bit better. And I've kind of like can also demonstrate that you can actually say the same thing, just uh, but sometimes just changing the subject as well. Okay, so the two sentences that we came up were the bank lent me some money. And I borrowed some money from the bank, right? Mm-hmm. So it means the same. It means exactly the same thing, right? It's exactly the same thing. But in one sentence, I've decided that I'm going to focus on myself. Yeah. And the I. fact that I received the money, mm-hmm. right? And on the other hand, I, on the other sentence, I focused on the fact on the bank, yeah, specifically on the, on the bank, yeah, on the giver and what that giver is doing. Okay. So mm-hmm. the bank lent me money but the two sentences them actually mean exactly the same thing right yeah exactly and we came up another one which is a more daily experience when you need to ask somebody to lend you something so maybe you haven't got a pen and you need to ask somebody maybe a stranger even in a bank and you need a pen to write something and you yeah. say, excuse me and you've got two ways to say it and they say can excuse me can can or could can can you lend me your pen mm-hmm so it's can you lend me your pen? Because obviously right. that person is doing the giving, the lending yeah. to you. Or yeah. you could say, excuse me, uh, could I borrow your pen for a second, right. please? Yeah. So then you're focusing on I'm doing the borrowing, so I'm receiving. And they both yes. mean the same thing, and you can choose which one you prefer or you remember. Or yes. So native speakers it- use both, and they we we change one minute yes. you may say ah oh, could you lend me something or excuse me can i borrow your something yeah and yeah. the important thing as you say is to change the subject so it's yes you know you lend me and i borrow from you exactly mm-hmm. very well explained there alistair mm-hmm. really well explained and uh, yeah it's just is so really for for our listeners it's kind of you almost have to make a decision about who you who you're going to focus on in terms of a mm. subject right and then apply whether lend or borrow is going to be the correct one right so mm. if you're talking about yourself can i then can i borrow okay so you're focusing on yourself so and you are borrowing something right in, mm. in that particular situation yeah. okay so it's it's yeah it can be confusing because you've got those two options and we and we also came up with a sentence that we often hear from our clients right so it would be a sentence something like can you borrow me your pen right yeah which is can you borrow in- incorrect yeah. it's incorrect yeah because yeah, you are doing the borrowing not the other person exactly another right. person cannot yeah. borrow you something exactly they're lending something to you and you are borrowing something from them so yeah. it could be easy to confuse you know those to use that word in the wrong way exactly exactly mm-hmm. right and the, yep so you could change that to say can you lend me your pen perfect right mm-hmm. can you lend me your pen which is yeah so, yeah, I mean, another okay. mistake you could make, I'm not sure I've heard it that often, but you could say, can I lend your pen? Yes. Which is wrong because, of course, can I lend your pen would be, can I lend your pen to another person, a third party? Sure, sure. The person will say, no, you can't. I'll lend it to you, but I'm not giving it to you to so you can lend it to somebody else I don't know. Yeah, sure. So that wouldn't sure. make sense either, no? Say, so be, can yeah. you lend me, not can I lend 
Exactly right. Exactly right. Good. Yes. And to make this a little bit clearer or a little bit maybe more interesting as well, we came up with a small anecdote related to this. And this was actually connected to my Spanish nephew, who a few years ago went to the UK to, to learn English. And he arrived in the UK, but he needed to, to get around. He didn't have much money. And, and so because he, because he wanted to get from one place to another quite efficiently, he actually asked me if he could could borrow my bike. Okay, so he mm-hmm. asked me if he could borrow my bike. And after some reflection, I I decided to to lend him my bike. But at the back of my head, I thought, well, you know, I'm not sure if I'll ever see that bike again. And not not because not because of my nephew or you, anything. You trust your nephew. Right? I, I do trust my nephew, absolutely. But what I don't I wasn't so sure about was the fact that in these university towns, it's quite often the case that these bikes get stolen. And so I was more than happy to lend my bike to him. But I thought, hmm, I'm not sure whether I'll actually ever you're, get that bike You're back. a little bit worried about. So is Bournemouth notorious for its bike thieves? Well, I don't know. I think it's, I don't know whether it's particularly Bournemouth, but I think it's quite connected to university towns because yeah. when I was in Nottingham, I also had a bike stolen. That was a university, you know, it was so... You know, I don't know whether it's particularly... Yes, who knows? knows? Yeah, I suppose lots of students use bikes to get around. And so, yeah, any any university town with lots of students will have a lot of bikes. And there's always people who are interested in stealing them, no? Yeah, in fact, I think what happens is is that they they actually get... uh, They get stolen to be resold, you see. Yeah, I Um, imagine people... Well, either somebody using it or more likely is a... It's a business. People resell them and make money, no? Yeah. So they are thieves, no? Ladrones. A thief is a ladron. So you can have a bike thief. Exactly, exactly And it seems, yeah, certain cities, as you say, usually university towns, um, seem to suffer this problem quite a lot. Absolutely. Luckily, I've never had a bike stolen, but... <laughs> yeah, so in the end, of course, my bike was stolen. <laughs> that course, is yeah. that is inevitably what happened and and so yeah, in the end. But if you're listening Nacho, don't worry, I forgive you. There's no problem, <laughs> you know. Yeah, he is forgiven. It so there you go. No, no, it wasn't his fault. No, not at all, not at all. So there you go. Yeah, a little bit about borrow and lend and and so yeah, at the same time what we want to do now is just to give a little bit of feedback right Alistair about some of the relating, some comments from uh, yeah. yeah to our from our listeners related, yeah, related to previous episodes right yeah we had a, a previous episode not long ago we were talking about translations of ganar in english mm-hmm. that you have four verbs which was win beat earn and gain gain that's right and yes. we also said gain is not only it's an increase and it can be increase in monetary value the value of something like your house Um, or shares Uh, but we also said you can gain other things like gain uh, confidence self-confidence or gain experience and one of one of our listeners uh, Juan he suggested another one which he says he's heard he hears quite a lot in in business in his office is Mm. to gain momentum it's a good one exactly yeah that's a great one you also hear it in sport a lot talking about teams gaining momentum yeah Um, Yeah, so an increase in the amount of momentum yes yes that's a good one mm-hmm. it is absolutely fantastic yeah well done Juan that's a great that's a great ad- addition to to that particular yeah, fantastic. yeah and, and someone else unfortunately I don't have the name 
suggested well they asked it was more a question saying can you say earn we talked about gaining respect so an increase in the amount of respect that you have from other people around you your colleagues at work for example but this person said can you say earn respect oh Mm -hmm. yes you can so we we didn't mention that one so it is we said earn was only for money you earn in your job so your salary but in fact yes you can gain people's respect now you couldn't say gain confidence or experience sorry you couldn't say earn confidence or experience because those things are in turn well Confidence is something internal to yourself. It's your own feelings and sensation. So it's not the opinion of another person, like respect. Mm -hmm. And experience is just a fact. It's objective. So if you work two years in a company, you've gained two years experience working. So it's not dependent on other people. But respect is something you you have to demonstrate through your actions, being a good worker, working hard, being good at your job that you can earn the respect of your colleagues. And you've also gained the respect. So you can use both, gain and earn with respect. Yeah. So that was a very good suggestion to to earn people's respect. Absolutely. And then you you deserve it, lo mereces, no? Because you've you've worked hard to earn that respect from your colleagues by doing a good, doing your job well, no? Absolutely. Absolutely. Exactly right. Exactly right. So yeah, thank you very much to, to our listeners for, for those uh, particular comments. Super useful. And uh, if there, if you do have any further comments, do do write in to us yeah. and uh, let Always us know welcome. because it really, yeah, really, really helps us think about new content, new ways to, to yeah. help all of you and can really give us inspiration as well sometimes. So, so yeah, keep those messages coming and uh, we will keep reading them with a lot of interest. So just to finish off today, uh, we'll just go over a little bit what we have covered, which is clearly the whole idea of lend and borrow, the difficulty sort of using those properly, partly because in Spanish, you mainly have that one verb, which is, we talked about the different types of scenarios, why you might use this particular word, mostly related to maybe loans or mortgages. Those are the scenarios that you might use those particular words specifically, but also when you are maybe borrowing a book from a library, or yeah those types of asking uh, different if you can borrow something like their pen for example that's right that's right exactly Mm. borrowing a pen or lending a pen to somebody right and Mm. just to go over the specific difficulties it is often you can actually say the same sentence with two different in two different ways right sometimes you can say the sentence with lend sometimes you can say the sentence with borrow it depends on the subject of that particular sentence so you have to think carefully about what the subject of the sentence is and then apply the right verb accordingly right exactly yeah yeah. So so that's basically the the main focus of this particular episode. I hope it made it as clear as possible. It can be a bit confusing. And so if you do have any questions, do let us know and we can make any sort of, you know, if there's anything that you're not quite sure about, we can cl- clarify yeah, we, that in a future episode. Absolutely. So no problem at all there. Yeah. But, it's always good to come back to things like we did today with the gain momentum. Now, if people write in with more suggestions or write, e- email us, with yeah. suggestions or questions and then we can we can deal with them in future episodes yeah and to be honest the, the way to get this as clear in your mind as possible is to actually create those different sentences and actually put yourself into that situation and kind of really even even you could they could potentially write out a few sentences a few example sentences so that you kind of understand 
the 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 difference between the two verbs and when they would be used and and that relationship between the verb and the subject right yeah and think of your anecdote which we're always saying stories can help you to remember no things yeah so if you if you Absolutely. remember that you you lent your bike to your nephew in Bournemouth and he borrowed yeah. your bike yes so the, that's right. those two verbs are used in the in the different ways but obviously the meaning is the same Yes, absolutely, exactly. But unfortunately, it was stolen. <laughs> it, yes, unfortunately, in the end, it was stolen. But as I said, I forgive Nacho, no problem mm. at all. Good. Okay, so that's it for this week. Thank you very much, Alistair. Great to be here with you, as usual. Yeah, a pleasure as always. Fantastic, great. So uh, I guess we'll see you again next week, all yeah, right? Cheers, bye. All right, see you then, bye-bye.